Welcome to the View Masters. Batman the Brave and the Bold, episode 57. Time out for vengeance. My name is Eric. My name is Joe. Hello, Joe. Hello, Eric. How are you? Well. Good. Yourself? Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> Solid C+. Plus. Yep. <laughs> Oh, which just might be the grade I give this episode. Yeah, kind of, kind of feeling the same way. <laughs> just get it right out there. Yep. Yeah, this one was perfectly fine. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, there's some funny stuff. There's some, some yeah. stuff that I enjoyed. Yeah. Uh, got got into a discussion today with with uh, a gentleman by the name of Mike Adams on okay. our, on our uh, Facebook post. All right. Uh. Publishing the the current episode that is out uh, for for the listener, mm-hmm. um, it was the Shadow of the Bat episode. Yes, the shitty fucking episode. Yep. Uh, in, in which I believe both you and I made our, our feelings uh, known on on our Facebook promotion of it. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, Mr. Adams uh, said, "Well, you know, with, with uh, so much gold, you know, you got to expect the occasional filler." Mm-hmm. Uh, that was not filler. Yeah. That was turd. Yeah. This is filler. This is definite filler. Th- this is a prime example of filler. Yeah. Agrees. Just from beginning to end, perfectly mediocre. <laughs> there was stuff that I liked in it. There was. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, you're right. Overall, it was not, yep. not spectacular. I'm just going to go ahead and say that most of the stuff I liked had to do with Aquaman. Okay. Aquaman was pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh but uh let's let's go back. Let's, let's hit the rewind let's here. Gonna go back in time. That's right. <laughs> uh cold open. Yes, cold open. Uh cold open was great. Okay, uh, I liked uh what? I no, okay, it wasn't great. I liked the So Batman is fighting the Helgramite. Yes. Which, what? <laughs> like, I know the Helgramite from two or three 90s Superman comics. Right. And I know he was around before then. Yeah. But I feel like that's just such an obscure, obscure villain to have him fighting. It's pretty obscure. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've had obscure before. We've had, we've had very obscure before, but I feel like this is... It's a weird one, yeah. for sure. It's, it goes, it goes the Weeper... <laughs> the Helgramite, <laughs> and then everybody else. Yeah, as far as obscurity goes. Uh, my entire knowledge of the Helgramite is uh, his one appearance on the Supergirl TV show. Okay. Yeah. Which don't ask for details. <laughs> yeah, because I don't know. I had forgotten that he was in that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I remembered he was in it. Yeah. That is the extent of my knowledge. Yeah. He was like a some sort of Kryptonian creature, right? Or was he he wasn't Kryptonian, but he was in the in the, the Phantom Zone. Yes. Or whatever they called it. Fort Roz. Yes. On on Supergirl. Uh, which is a weird name for yeah, a Kryptonian just, space station. Just call it just call it the Phantom Zone. Yeah. Yeah. Fort Roz. Yeah. Headed by Roz from Night Court. That's I, I was gonna say. Uh, I I prefer Fort Niles or Fort Fraser. <laughs> also good choices. Yes. <laughs> uh, 
but yeah, so I, I enjoyed seeing the Helgramite it was... in all his disgusting yeah. glory. Pretty gross. Because it's gross. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, uh, as appears to be the habit of this show, mm-hmm. with, with favorite characters of mine, yeah. uh, and just becoming ultimately disappointing when they are on this program. <laughs> Uh, specifically, uh, Steve Ditko created characters. Yeah, that's true. That's our, our guest hero in, in uh, the cold open is, uh, the Creeper. Yeah. 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 I don't know much about the Creeper, but I don't think that he's like that. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> he, in this episode, is essentially, uh, Rekgar from, uh, the Transformers animated movie. Okay. As voiced by Eric Idle. Okay. See, I thought that he was Freakazoid. Kind of Freakazoid-ish, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, is, which is weird, because uh, Freakazoid is one of my favorite cartoons. Freakazoid's a great cartoon. Of, the, of, of all time. Yeah. And, and the original idea for Freakazoid was that he would be more of, like, an anti-hero like the Creeper. Right. From the, the comics, and then how he later appeared in Batman the Animated Series. They said that was... That was closer to what they wanted for Freakazoids. Right. Uh, so, interesting to see this, where they're taking the Creeper and making him more like Freakazoids. Yeah. Instead of the other way around. Uh, I just, it was, it was disappointing to me. Yeah, I uh, get that. Yeah. And, and to be fair, I think the Creeper is one of those characters that, uh, it's really hard to nail down uh, one definitive personality for him. Yeah. Because uh, cause the Ditko version was not crazy. Yeah. You know, he, he was pretty much just Jack Ryder who kind of transformed. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you know, didn't have the, the crazy hoo-ha-has, you know. Yeah. Uh, technical medical term. Hoo-ha, the crazy hoo-ha-has? Yes. Yeah. Alright. Not to be confused with the crazy hoo-ha's, uh, a.k.a. women on their periods. Am I right? Right. Am yeah. I right? <laughs> Gross. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Women are gross. <laughs> yeah, oh, okay. That's what we're saying now. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I don't agree with that, but okay. You know what else is gross? Is uh, Helgramite's uh, mucus traps. Yeah. <laughs> that's not fun when you're trying to eat. Yeah, it's yeah. not. That's pretty gross. <laughs> it reminded me of... Uh, I'm talking about old cartoons a lot. That's it reminded fun. me of the Tick cartoon. When ah! it's the mucus tick. And, like, that was just the most disgusting thing when I was a kid. And it turns out, uh, it's still the most disgusting thing. Even as an adult. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm just gonna quietly reflect on that episode of The Tick. Yeah. It's one of my favorites. Yeah, it's disgusting. Oh, sure. <laughs> I do not care for it. <laughs> but yeah, there was something like when, when Batman is encased in Helgramite's mucus... Just the green of it reminded me of mucus tick. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> Disgusting. Yeah, I, I didn't so much associate it with uh, mucus as I did vomit. Okay. So so that's where, where I'm coming from on that. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. that's that's a little worse. Yeah, um, not a not a not a fan of vomit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know a lot of people that are. No. <laughs> but I mean, like, sometimes I can't watch something. Yeah. I get that. On a television program or whatnot. Sure. Uh, I guess I would be called an emetophobe. Yeah. yeah. Are you a sympathetic vomiter? I am that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but usually that's only if 
I see it actually happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Or am near it. I think I, I remember one time specifically in grade school when uh, we were we were leaving the chapel because I went to a Catholic Catholic grade school and uh, and another student vomited and I was in line behind them and I sympathetic vomited as well. Mostly, I just sympathetic dry heave, right. but that was the one time that I can recall just out and out. <laughs> oh, if you if you blow chunks, I'm totally gonna blow chunks, and then I did it. <laughs> oh, this <is> horrible. <laughs> there was another time that I remember in grade school. I was in eighth grade, I think, and I was at lunch, and I did not feel well. And, uh, and so I, you know, I had to go upstairs, walk past a bunch of classrooms to get to the nurse's office. And, uh, and as I was walking past, like, a second grade classroom, uh, the bell rang, and the door opened, and a bunch of kids came out. And I saw the teacher, and I was like, hi, Mrs. Blah! <laughs> right in the hallway. <laughs> the things that stick out to me. <laughs> oh. Uh, as I'm trying not to vomit myself. I know, I'm sorry. Is, is just talking about it making a, you a little bit. A little queasy? Alright, well, I apologize. Yeah. I'll stop. Like, I don't think anything would actually happen. Yeah. But, but yeah, it's it's stomach churning. I'm, I understand. I apologize. It's alright. Right. I think uh, those are the only stories that I have. Alright. I'll, I'll refrain from telling. My personal stories about vomit. Alright, that's fair. We can save that for later. <laughs> sure. For episode one of the Vomit Cast with Joe and Eric. <laughs> we'll get uh, special guest Kathleen Coyle to join us on there the episode. There you go. That'll go fantastically. She's a professional, isn't she? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, so the, the creeper here is, uh, uh, he's, Cuckoo wacko bananas. Yeah. Like just over the top. He was spewing like comedy catchphrases. Yeah. I heard of that's what she said. It was definitely that. Uh, uh a Newman was yes, in there as it was well. A Newman. Yep. Uh I just realized I said he was spewing those phrases. Yeah, I apologize. <laughs> yeah. I, it's not that bad. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that's pretty much where where I associated the the Rekgar thing. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you've I'm, seen. No, I I have not seen that movie. Or if I have, I don't remember anything about it. Uh, th- there's a, a race of uh, Transformers. Uh, uh, Rekgar is their leader, and they basically just only talk in uh, commercial sound bites. Okay. And uh, you know, from Earth TV transmissions. Okay. Uh. So, so that's where I associated that. From. Gotcha. Is that like how Bumblebee uh, in the first Transformers movie only would talk by like the radio or something? Kinda, but not as obnoxious. Not as obnoxious. Okay, but the the obnoxiousness may just be a Michael Bay side effect. That may be. Yeah, yeah. and everything else about that movie. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's not great. No. <clears throat> anyway, uh, yeah, creeper. Uh, they fight Algerman. Yeah, they catch him. Really, not much to it. Creeper is apparently wanted by the police. I guess because because uh, at the end, after they've captured Palgermite, the police arrive and are like, "It's the Creeper, get him!" Uh, and uh, and Batman just stands there while the Creeper runs away. Like he doesn't try to stop the police from 
from firing on him or anything. Sure. Why? Why would he? Yeah. Yeah. This is not his. Not his problem. <laughs> like I could explain to these gentlemen <laughs> that the creeper is actually uh, a hero, right? But not. Nah. <laughs> he's he's got stuff to do. Yeah. He's busy. Yeah. Uh, busy. Busy man. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Uh. Again, I don't. I don't know if that's any part of, of uh, any previous version of the Creeper or not. Okay. Uh, again, it's almost like every time the Creeper reappears somewhat prominently, uh, he is portrayed very differently. Yeah. Uh, so, you know. But but I enjoy the character for the most part. Uh, I have the, the Ditko collection, the, the hardcover. Nice. Uh, which is hard to get through at times. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I had a first appearance of the Creeper at one point. I I think I do as well. Yeah. Uh, if, if he appeared in issue number one of the Creeper. No, showcase number 73 was I the first appearance of the Creeper. do not have that. I do have a copy of issue number one of okay. Beware the Creeper, though. Nice. Uh, the original Beware the Creeper. Yeah. Vertigo series. Although I have that, too. That's a great series. It's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, find the episode of Gutter Trash where we talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh... <clears throat> Yeah, and I have the, the 90s series. Uh, Is that the Justiniano-drawn series? No. No, okay. no, I don't buy comics by pedophiles. Well, he wasn't a pedophile at the time that we know well, of. Well, that we know of. I'm sure he was a pedophile <laughs> at the time. That sucks, too. I really liked his art. Hey. I thought it was neat. Uh, I actually found a, an old book, like, like from... Like the the late '80s, yeah. drawn by him when he went by his full name. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't remember what it was. It was something for DC at the time. That's cool. I saw it. I was like, oh hey, that guy's a pedophile. Yeah, huh, that's pleasant memory. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, yeah, I do not have that series. It was uh, God, who drew that? Uh, Sean Martinborough. Okay, I think. It was, uh, I remember issue one came out in the month that DC did that, uh, giant faces gimmick. Oh, okay. Which, which resulted in some great covers. Yeah. Uh, and so yeah, issue one was a giant face cover. So it was like 97? Something like that. Right. Last issue was, uh, Creeper 1 million, so. Okay. give you the time frame. Yeah, that was, that was, uh, 98. Yeah. So. Uh. Why do I remember this? Because. Windows. <laughs> Well, I remember that uh, Electric Superman was on the face cover of, of one of those, and that was between 97 and 98, so... <laughs> Shit. Anyway. <Yeah. clears throat> anyway, Creeper. Yeah, I like him. Just not in this episode. Not, not so much here. Yeah. Uh, so, main episode. Time out for vengeance. Yeah. I uh, don't even remember how it really starts. It starts with um, Batman, Batman and Catman. Fight. That's correct. Yeah, because Catman is riding around on a giant mechanical cat. Sure, which is awesome. It is pretty <laughs> awesome. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they fight and Batman defeats him, and then uh, as as he's defeated him, uh, Batman just vanishes into thin air. Yep, just sort of fades away. Yep. Uh, with, with uh, no reaction by the uh, the approaching police. Yeah, no one no one <clears throat> says anything about it. So then we uh, we cut to uh, the uh, Justice League satellite. Yeah, 
where where our heroes, uh, Booster Gold, Blue Beetle, Green Lantern, and Ice, are all sitting the around fire. the table. The uh, fire's not there, I don't think. Well, I thought she... Oh, you're right, she's not at the table at yeah, that time. Yeah, she's not she at comes the table. in later, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Guy Gardner, I should say, not Green Lantern. Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, so we dealt with that shit last week. Yeah, yeah, we did. Let's 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 not speak of that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Booster and Beetle are playing Starship. Mm-hmm. I personally prefer Jefferson Airplane. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, yeah, but, you know, what I did you enjoy do? their performance in the Star Wars Holiday Special. Well, of though. course, that was yes. cool. <laughs> Mainly what I know them from. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the Mannequin soundtrack? Um, the first one or Mannequin 2 on the move? Uh, the first one, I believe. Okay. I don't know that I've ever seen the first one. Ooh. Yeah. I've only ever seen the second one. What a... Alright. Yeah, I know. <laughs> exactly. And there's nothing to say to that. Nope. It's like, I can't even rightly recommend that you see Mannequin 1. <laughs> Because you probably shouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. This is what, Kim Cattrall and uh, Andrew McCarthy? Yep. Yeah. And, and uh, Meshach Taylor. Oh, okay. Let's not forget the late, great Meshach Taylor. I don't know who that is. <laughs> he was the black guy. I was designing women. I was humoring you. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, is he in that? Yeah, nice. Yeah. He is great. I believe he's also in Mannequin, too. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember that. That's fine. <laughs> he, he was the black. Sure. Of course. The flamboyantly gay black guy in uh-huh. both of those movies. Yeah. Yes. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah, they're they're playing uh they're playing Starship, which is some sort of board game. It's like Battleship. It it looked like Battleship and Sorry combined. <laughs> sort of. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. It was weird. Yep. Uh meanwhile, uh Guy Gardner is reading a comic book. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's reading, uh, the Vertigo comic, Brother Power the Geek. Yeah. With an ad for, uh, Flex Mentallo on the back. Yeah. That was That's awesome. Super awesome. <laughs> and, and, uh, Ice is reading some sort of romance novel. Yep. And Guy tries to put the names on her. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, uh, Marshall Manhunter shows up with, yeah. uh, with a special guest. Yeah. Rip well, Hunter. Well, he shows up to... He shows up to tell Booster that he's late for monitor duty. Oh, well, yeah, that too. And then, uh, and then Aquaman and Fire enter. Okay. Uh, with Rip Hunter. I okay. Oh, I'm sorry. And that's no, okay. Sorry. It's hard to keep track of. There's so many characters. There are a few. So much going on. There are a few characters. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rip Hunter! Rip Hunter is here, yeah. From the TV's. Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, DC's Legends of Tomorrow. Yes. Could not think of the title. No. Clearly <laughs> enough. That's how forgettable that season was. He's a time master. He is a time master. They travel in a time ship. Yep. <laughs> Occasionally they encounter time pirates. Yep. And there may have been a time virus in one of the episodes. If there was not, there should be, because that sounds awesome. I, there could have been. Yeah. Barely remember it. Time bounty hunters. There's probably that. Yeah. Yeah. The time drive. Sure. On the time ship. Yep. There, were, there was definitely that. Yeah. Yeah. Time pods. Was there, there, was there a time pod? Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
Uh, a lot of time shit yep. on that show. Yep. <laughs> like, we get it. And, and for a show about time travel, really didn't utilize it well. Yeah, no, not at all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, much like this episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. In fact, I'll just say, I think I hate Grip Hunter and the Time Masters. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alright. I don't it's... see how you can blame him for the, for all of this. I just I gotta put it somewhere. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> I gotta put it somewhere in the Bill Cosby story. Uh, yeah, that is horrible. That's horrible, I feel bad having said it. We were talking about Justiniano earlier, and I thought, like, yeah, it's like watching the Cosby show now. You just can't do it. So I had Bill Cosby on the road. I apologize, listeners. Desperately, desperately apologize. Oh, well, at least the women that he drugged and raped were of age. That's true. That we know of. That we know of. God damn it. Uh, anyway. The end. The, the end of the, of life of the podcast. <laughs> Uh, so Rip Hunter arrives, and, uh, uh, he informs the Justice League that Batman has been erased from the timeline, uh, and everyone is like, oh no, that's terrible, when what they really should have said was, who the fuck is Batman? Yep. <laughs> problem number one. That is problem number one. Uh, so <laughs> they, they, uh, they, Rip Hunter says that they have to go save, uh, save the other Batman of history. In order to ensure that their Batman is restored to the timeline? Something? I don't know. Problem number two. Problem number two. This plan makes no sense. It makes zero sense. Problem number three is there are Batman in history. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. What? Well, the thing... Okay, so the thing about the Batman history... Yes. ...is that we know that they are all Bruce Wayne... Ah! ...traveling through the time stream... Trying to get back home due to the effects of the Omega Sanction. <laughs> As seen in the storyline, Batman the Return of Bruce Wayne. This is truish. Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and, and I would be perfectly okay with that. Uh-huh. Except that that's not what's happening. That's not here. what's happening here at all. Well, I mean, we know that. Yes. But that's not what they... They don't say that in the show. <laughs> It's head canon. It's not real canon no. for the episodes. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. They they uh, they meet pirate Batman. Yep. Uh, cave Batman. Caveman Batman. Yeah. And Roman Gladiator Batman. Yeah, Batmanicus. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so the Justice League uh, board uh, Rip Hunter's time ship. Mm-hmm. Or time sphere. Yeah, in a time bubble, like time a bubble. like a Legion of Superheroes time bubble. Yep. Uh, and and are, are split into groups and dropped off at different points in history. It's it's worth mentioning. Uh, Martian Manhunter stays behind yes. so that he can keep an eye out for any sign of Batman. Yes. Problem number seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> why why does this show hate Martian Manhunter? I don't know. It's... J.M. DeMatteis doesn't know what to do with him, I guess? Is he too powerful for this show? I guess. I don't, yeah. I don't know. It's frustrating. It's super frustrating. It's, it's almost infuriating. Yeah. Uh, just at this point, I want there to be just a solo team-up 
between Batman and Martian Manhunter, mm-hmm. or Martian Manhunter behaves like the goddamn Martian Manhunter. Yeah, they could do some detective work together. Yep. Or something. And he could do some uh, powerful superheroic shit. Yeah. Instead of just fixing stuff and eating cookies. Yeah, he could He could, he could be a telepath. Yep. He could shapeshift. Yep. He could phase through stuff. Yep. He's got heat vision. Uh-huh. Or Martian vision. Martian vision, yeah. Uh, super strong. Yeah. Durable. Yeah. Uh, you know, like others, others that 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 we don't even know about, right? Uh, he's uh, Superman, but better. Yeah, yeah, but he's green yeah. and not white, so he'll never be as popular. Motherfuckers, <laughs> make America <clears throat> green again. <laughs> yes, green lives matter. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they they take off into history. Yep. Um. They save all the historical Batman. I'm just gonna go go ahead and that say that. Yeah. Um, uh, it's uh, it's uh, Guy Gardner and Ice save uh, Cave Batman. Right. Um, Aquaman and Fire save uh, Roman Gladiator Batman. Uh huh. And uh, Booster Gold and Blue Beetle save Pirate Batman. Yeah. Uh. So. Uh. They clearly know. That one of these adventures is going to take place on the high seas. Uh-huh. Why don't they send Aquaman? That is an excellent question. I honestly hadn't even thought of that. <laughs> First thing like, I thought when of. Like, when they, because they just drop those two off in the water. He pushes them out of the time bubble. Yeah. Into the ocean. Yeah. And Aquaman's still just sitting there. Yeah. Waiting to go to ancient Rome. He thinks this whole thing is outrageous. <laughs> like, let's see those idiots do some water-based heroics. <laughs> Maybe they will finally learn some respect for me and what I do. Maybe. I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's a good theory. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but then, yeah, so so Fire and, uh, and Aquaman are in nature room. And, and, uh, that's pretty fun. That is pretty fun, uh, yeah. Aquaman just... Uh, just uh, Takes a severe liking to, to being in ancient Rome, mm-hmm. itching to fight some Roman gladiators. Yeah, and and uh, just ready to tell everybody that uh, that uh, Neptune's a piece of shit. That's right. Yeah, he he is instantly instantly uh, taken as uh, or confused for the Roman god of the sea, Neptune. Yes, and uh, yeah, he <laughs> he does not have kind words for that gentleman. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's pretty much where where I got my most joy. That was pretty episode. great. Yeah. He was very excited about fighting Romans. Yes, uh, I enjoyed that. Batmanicus had a uh, bat chariot. Yep, that was pretty great. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed that. And that his name was Batmanicus. Sure. Uh, all of them, all the versions of Batman, uh, voiced by Dietrich Bader, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then, then, uh, yeah, Cave Batman had a, uh, Bat Mammoth. Yes. And a Bat Tree House. Yeah, yeah, that was neat. That was pretty nice. I liked that. It, it even had a giant coin. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't he carve that himself? I'm sure he did. <laughs> Talented guy. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so they save all the historical Batman. Uh, and then. Reconvene back in the presence 
where instantly they all forget who Batman is. Yeah, well, the, the whatever changes to the timeline have finally caught up with them. I guess. I guess. Yeah, yeah the only ones who remember Batman now uh, are Rip Hunter, naturally, because he's a time traveler. Sure. And Martian Manhunter, for some reason. Right. <laughs> I would say for no reason. For no reason at all. Yeah. Because... It doesn't even come into play because he still has nothing to do for the rest of this episode. Yeah, nothing. Does he go with them? Because they no. end up, they, they end up going to the future. Yep. I forgot that he had stayed behind he again. Did. Yep. Yeah, yeah. They they <clears throat> go to the future because they they determine that uh, well, time is not linear. It's it's simultaneous. Right. And events in the future can impact the present just as much as things from the past. Bullshit. Which makes zero sense. Yep. No sense. <laughs> but they do it. Yeah. They go to the future, and uh, and they find uh, a robot Batman. Uh, like this shoddily made robot. Seriously. Wearing a Batman cowl. It's not good. Yeah. Uh, Especially when compared to the other robots in the episode. Right. Um... So, so all of the Batman in history have been attacked by these robots. Yes. Um, and then we come to find out that they're all being controlled by by one person in the future, and that person in the future is Equinox. He's back. He's back. Sorta, kinda. Yeah. Yeah. I like Equinox. I do too. He's an interesting character. It, it was a surprise, a pleasant surprise. Definitely, that he was the villain. I was uh, did not remember or expect it. Yeah, because uh, I'm sure because you've seen it before. Yeah. I hadn't seen this one before, so right. it was a pure surprise to me. <clears throat> uh, yeah, that that was fine. Yeah, that that sets up some stuff that that uh, not entirely sure if they ever touch back on it again. Yeah, probably not. Yep, you know. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so so uh, last time we saw Equinox, uh, he had uh, taken the powers of the Lords of Order and Chaos. Um, and then, uh, ultimately had his consciousness basically shattered and spread throughout the galaxy. Yeah. Uh, seemingly, you know, last time that we would see him. Uh, but it turns out that his consciousness broke into 12 distinct parts, uh, which have physical form. Yep. Uh, and, uh, one of those parts landed here in the far future. Yes. Uh, and, Into uh, a computer. Into, like, perfectly into, it was just, like, floppy disk into the <laughs> slot. Of this computer, and he takes over the computer, and uh, and and that part of him is uh, Equinox's eight. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, so he's concocted this plan that he is going to destroy Batman throughout history. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, once uh, this Batman, uh, robot Batman of the future, is dead, then uh, all Batman will be erased. Yeah. I guess. That's that's what he says. Yes. Again, <laughs> that's what he said. Entirely. Not entirely sure that that's how that would work. No, it does not hold up to scrutiny. Nope. Don't think about it too much. Nope. Wibbly wobbly. <laughs> so the Justice League fights uh, his uh, Equinox's robot army of, of uh, bat destroyers. Mm-hmm. Uh... The, uh, the Revenge Squad. It's the Batman Revenge Squad. Yes. Yeah. I thought the design of the robots was pretty neat. It was pretty neat. Like, they all had the sort of stylized bat symbol with the skull in the middle of it yeah. on their chest. That was neat. Kind of looking uh, a little bit like a, like a Kirby-esque version of, of, of the Manhunters. Yeah, yeah. Or like a Doombot. 
Yeah. That's kind of what it reminded me of. Yeah. Uh, pretty cool looking. Yeah. Uh, and uh, But the Justice League gets defeated. They get defeated, yeah, and, and uh, Robot Batman witnesses it and uh, and finds the strength to escape from his uh, his electronic shackles. Yes. Uh, so that he can save his friends. Yeah, or, or the Justice League. They're not really his friends. No, yeah. You know what I mean. Well, you know, his robot synapses, they, he recognizes yeah. that they are friendly. <laughs> he never, he, he's not programmed to love, <laughs> but he's programmed to recognize other heroes. <laughs> I'm assuming. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so he, he frees the rest of the Justice League, uh, and then uh, all of the remaining robots uh, combine. Voltron style <laughs> to form one giant robot, sure. Uh, and Equinox forms the head and takes the face <laughs> of the giant robot. Yeah. And, and fights Robot Batman. That's indeed what happens. Yeah. Uh, Batman, Robot Batman, mm-hmm. uh, he, uh, he has a plan. He does have a plan. He, uh, he turns on the time portals. Uh, thus bringing in our historical Batman. Yeah. To the far future. Yeah. To help him fight the Equinox. Uh, and, and, and fight they do. They do fight indeed. It is mighty. It's, it's, it's a good bat fight. Yep. Uh, and then they, they finally, they defeat Equinox. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, this, uh, and, uh, so the Justice League now are curious as to, to, you know, our Batman is is apparently which they now remember. Yeah. Or maybe they're just aware that he's supposed to be there. They they're just faking. Yeah. Yeah. I I I will believe that Guy Gardner is faking. Like, yeah, where's Batman? If I let them know I don't know that Batman's supposed to be here, <laughs> they'll recognize my weakness. In addition to the color yellow. In addition to the color yellow, yeah. it's not remembering things. <laughs> Well, he was a football player. He probably got hit in the head a <laughs> lot. Took a lot of, got yeah. a lot of concussions. Isn't that why he didn't become the Green Lantern originally? Was because he was in a coma? Is it? I believe so. Is it really? I think so, I yeah. Know. Is that from that Guy Gardner miniseries? No, uh, I think that was like, in his first appearance, uh, it was revealed that he was actually supposed to receive the ring before Hal Jordan, but he had been in a coma. Wow. <laughs> that I did not know. Yeah. I thought it was, what I always thought it was was that Guy Gardner was more qualified, but Hal Jordan was closer. Well, it's sort of that too. Is it sort of that too? Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yep. Ah. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah. Uh So, so then uh, Rip Hunter shows up again in mm-hmm. his time bubble, and he's got a Batman with him. Yeah, it's, our Batman. It's our Batman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Batman. Which can only lead me to believe that Rip Hunter had Batman hidden away the entire time. <laughs> yeah. And just was totally fucking with everybody. <laughs> because uh, problem number 89 yeah. was that uh, every time he dropped off the league, uh, he would just piss off. He'd just take just off. Disappear. Yeah. Yeah, it did sort what of seem hell? like he was just abandoning them. Yeah. Yeah. Help out, motherfucker. Yes. <laughs> also, uh, every time you drop the league off in the past and they interact with the past, they change the future. Yeah. 
<laughs> Guys, right? That, that's got to be against Time Master rules. Probably. At yeah. least that, that seemed to be the case on that damn TV show. That's a time crime. That is a very good movie. That is a great movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> the only way that I can explain any of it is uh, through the use of hypertime. <laughs> Uh, a concept that DC disavowed around 2005. Yep. Um, but even if you apply hypertime to this episode, uh, removing Batman from the past would just create a new alternate timeline in which Batman has been removed from the past. Yeah. And, and Batman would still be there in the, the main tributary. The original yeah. universe. Yeah. Guys. Yeah. Just, just mentioning. Uh... Time travel is weird. Yeah, leave it to the professionals, J.M. DeMatteis. Right. You're, you're not a time travel guy. No. You're, you're not a writer on a Doctor Who. No. They they probably don't get it right either, but at least they think it well. They get they get close. Yeah. It's, it's like in Superman 3 when, when Gus is making kryptonite. Like, they get most of the ingredients right, <laughs> but there's just that one thing that they're missing and they just put tar in. <laughs> Yep. It's exactly like that. <laughs> yep. And in this episode, it's just all tar. This is just a full tar sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so Batman shows up, he's fine, and he and future Batman shake hands. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, I think that's it. That's the end. That, that yeah. The end. yeah. Though, they, though they do... Uh, they they return to the fact that Equinox broke into twelve parts. Oh yes, and this was just one part of it, uh, which means that they likely have not seen the last of Equinox. Yes, which is the thing that you didn't think that they ever followed up. Yeah, on. Yeah, I can't really remember. Yeah, like, I I honestly yeah I thought that the last time that we saw Equinox was was the was last, the last time. time. Yeah, I, I did not remember him reappearing in this episode. So. Yeah, but maybe I didn't see this episode. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, it was a pleasant surprise. But, yeah, I do not remember if, if it ever follows through on the, the other 11 parts. Yeah. Considering that, I don't know if there's that many episodes left in this season. I don't think there there are. Yeah. That's the series. This is the, the end of the series we're heading towards. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, we'll, I we'll see what happens. Out. Yeah. Uh, possibly next week. Yeah. Not sure. Maybe if, if Equinox is just the villain for the rest of the series. <laughs> That would get old, and it's all it's all it's all the different facets of him. Sure. So you know like, all the like different sad equinox. pieces of his emotional spectrum. Yeah. Plus sad equinox, hungry equinox. <laughs> <laughs> He's Horny. like Galactus. Horny equinox. Horny equinox. Yeah. Just tries to fuck everything. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to watch that one. Or do I? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, All right. well, we'll be back next week. Indeed. Hopefully, a better episode. Yep. Okay. Goodbye. Bye. I think we said that last time. Yeah. Well. It applied both times. Yeah. yeah. 
Thank you for listening to The View Masters. You can subscribe to the show directly at view.guttertrash.net or at iTunes and leave us a review. Visit view.guttertrash.net for email information and links to Facebook and Twitter. We'll see you next time on The View Masters. Thank you.